When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. You're listening to the Cricket Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cricket Podcast for our roundup of day three of the fourth test of the 2023 Ashes. England made headway earlier on as they piled on 208 runs with a 99 not out for Johnny Bairstow before they managed to break through a few times against Australia, leaving them four down at the end of an intriguing day three. It's England versus the weather for the rest of this test match. Australia, they packed up. They've gone home. <laughs> They're not interested. Like, we thought they were negative earlier in the test match. I mean, today it took it to a new low. England, 8-0 up, 9-0 up maybe in the moral ashes. We're going to talk about all of those things. I'm Jack Hope. I'm joined by Max Rowe-Brown. How are you doing, Max? Hello. Yeah, very good. Thank you. Um, yeah, it was uh, another another really intriguing day of uh, of cricket with some 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 fire, some some antics, and uh, as you said, some some boring boring Aussies again. They they are boring. I mean, like you know, we're Robinson was right all along. <laughs> we're about that. England are playing all the cricket here. They've turned up. They want to win. England, Australia. They they're not lucky. They're not lucky to, to still have a chance of getting the draw. I mean, obviously, the, the tactics, the selection, it's all with a view to getting a result that isn't a loss out of this match. And, and you have to acknowledge that. And you have to, in a way, admire the, the brutal negativity of it. It's brutalism. It's cricket's brutalism. You know, it's, yeah. it's concrete blocks, shit like that. Um, you need a nil but, nil away at Stoke to win the league. And why try and do yeah. anything else? They're not going to try and, and score it, any goals. <laughs> It's, it's it's a bit like that, except that England are trying to score goals yeah. and they score quite a few. And um, and and I, I've enjoyed the cricket. I've enjoyed England. I'm, I'm glad they've come to the party. I'm, I'm sad I missed yesterday's Zach Crawley fest. Um, Max, let's let's do one sponsor now. We're sponsored by Serious Cricket. You can get ten percent off of the code TCP twenty three. Get your equipment. The deal runs out at the end of the Ashes. So you haven't got that long if you want to get 10% mm. off on us. Um, all your cricket equipment, once again, seriouscricket.co.uk. And we haven't said this for a while. Um, if you like the podcast, and, and we think from the numbers that some people do, they might be listening just to 
hate on Australia or, you know, maybe my mum has bought a few more devices. I don't know. Um, <laughs> eating into my inheritance. Mum, there's better ways to, to make me feel happy than 80,000 iPhones. Um, but it seems like some people like the podcast. Uh, you can support us directly, patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod, and it means a lot to us, and you get some bonus content as well. Max, let's throw it straight over to you for the day summary. Absolutely. So um, England starting the day with a, a lead of 67, I believe it was, and obviously the order of the day was very simple. Score as many runs as you can as quickly as possible. And um, it it went okay. To, to start with, Australia, though, they managed to perform a little better than they did yesterday. Uh, they, they had a few plans. They tried to dry up the runs. They, they, put, people, they put people back. There were, there were some questions, some people decrying why they weren't hiding the ball outside off stump to um, Ben Stokes as he uh, pulled through, through mid-wicket to bring up a few boundaries. But um, ultimately, they did come back in and try and keep things tight. And England probably were about 20 runs or so behind where they wanted to be at lunch but um things changed after lunch england carried on they uh, not content with where they were 190 odd ahead it was more runs they wanted and more runs they duly got as australia completely capitulated and fell apart johnny Bairstow took them to the cleaners they were buys flying down the leg side they were they were laying anderson flickham off his legs for four it was a it was a complete shit show to be honest and um in in the end, they were um, they were lucky probably to uh, to deny Johnny Bairstow his hundred as he tried to get a quick two inadvisably and uh, left poor old Jimmy Anderson to get trapped in front by Cameron Green and and deny him the the, the plaudits. But uh, it was sort of that was kind of basball basball esque, wasn't it? The the ninety nine just kind of fits the whole vibes narrative. It's like it's a it's a comeback from Johnny Bairstow, but there's still a tinge of re- regret in it. It was I, I found it quite a, quite amusing. But nonetheless, England with a 275 run lead. Um, that's a that's a you know a good start. Next job, obviously, take as many wickets as you can. A bit slow to start, wasn't it? Um, Australia actually did did quite well with the bat, but then along came the man of the moment, Mark Wood, bowling. Uh, not quite as rockety rockets as as he has been, but they were still rockety enough for Kawaja Smith and Head. Four down at the end of the day. I mean, in a if there's another day of cricket, full day of cricket left in this, I think you have to say England are going to win. But is there going to be a full day of cricket left in this? That is the question. Hence the title. Yeah, I mean, it's um, that's that's effectively the crux of it, Max. You've nailed it. the The game is now. Will it rain not enough for England to bowl <laughs> 70 overs? Yeah. Um, Australia, they've shown no interest whatsoever in trying to get ahead. Maybe they will if, if it comes to the crunch. But if there's 70 overs left in this match, I think England win it 95 times out of 100. Um, I th- I, yeah, I, mean, I think they've played so well. Um, Moral Ash is certainly secured. Probably cricketing ability, um, points scored, boxing style, Queensbury rules boxing style. Ashes secured as well. England are playing the best <laughs> cricket. We're the greatest team. Or I say we. Um, <laughs> I'm out there. <laughs> best team on earth. Uh, yeah, it's all good. Um, Max, there are there are quite a few talking points to get through. I've got on, on my notes here, um, Johnny Bairstow, England tactics, making Australia 
well, maybe only trying to bat once. Uh, Australia being dumb. Uh, Mark Wood, we should probably start earlier in the day, maybe yeah. with with Johnny Bairstow and, and give him some credit. He was he was fantastic, wasn't he? Like, he's not completely come off with the bat. Great runs, great time, great pace to the innings. Very sad he didn't get his 100, but it's uh, it's one of the best 99 not outs you'll ever see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it probably uh, probably is, isn't it? And it's, it, it, you know, it was um, started off batting, you know, with uh, with the middle order, and then um, ended with him shepherding Jimmy Anderson, and he did that brilliantly. Um, you know, clear clearing the boundary, taking the singles. The the bit that I enjoyed, I think, the most actually um, this morning and uh, after lunch, out of all of it, was running buys through to the keeper. It was, oh, uh, it was. I mean, it was actually it was great cricket. I mean, it was really smart cricket, obviously, because they were, you know, they were going, um, they were going short at Anderson, and it's, you know, it takes a little while to gather the ball above your head and get it down and throw it at the stumps. He's, he's had a bit of practice at throwing the stump, throwing the ball at the stumps, but missed on every occasion this time. Alex Carey, but yeah, they they made the most of that to get Berso on strike when, um, you know, when when Jimmy Anderson had ended up having to face the first second ball of the over, so. As much as it was just really funny to see, it was really, really smart cricket. I mean, they, they played the situation brilliantly between them. I mean, some of the noises coming out of the middle of his bat at times were were just astounding. And um, it was it was nice to see Johnny Bairstow back. I mean, he aren't, aren't, you know, he's been under pressure with the gloves. He hasn't really done it with the bat apart from the seventy five in the in the first test. So um, nice of him to make a statement, and you know, he can sort of come out there and be like, well, look. Ben Folks wouldn't have done that. This kind of thing, you know. Everyone spent the the last month going. Well, Ben Folks would have taken that. Ben Folks would have taken that. Now we can be like, well, would Ben Folks have um, scored ninety nine of eighty one and smashed the ball into Road Z? You know, oh, he can, it was, it was he can hold like, him hold himself. Uh, he hold his head high. It's more like Road A Z. That's six <laughs> in here off Cummins, where where you know Stokes in the dressing room did the ooh face yeah and I was like did you see how far that went to, to his yeah. teammates like that that was incredible that he apps that's as hard as a man can hit a cricket ball um one of the best bowlers in the world absolutely planted it was it was fantastic and um yeah under pressure it's it's the it's the old adage with Bairstow isn't it that he needs to he needs to be under pressure to to do well I don't think that is necessarily the case he wasn't under any pressure at all last summer and he reeled off the best innings of his career. <laughs> um, he, he was he was fantastic. I think I think there's like a little bit of um, it's almost as if when um, yeah, it's like uh, it happened with Ian Bell a lot, didn't it? Ian Bell was like, oh, he's one, you know, he's one um, poor innings away from being dropped, and then he goes and scores a hundred. And yeah. you're like, oh, he always does it. He always does it. it was like maybe he always does it because he's really good at cricket. So he yeah, scores hundreds uh, quite a lot. I, I I think this. I mean, and it was as you say, it was it was something that. Of the number sevens in the world, there's one player who could have played that innings, and it's Bearslow. And he he played it in the match he needed to play it, but similar to Crawley yesterday. Of the of the opening bats in the world, there's one player who has that in their locker. Yeah, um, does have in his locker. Never mind that it's one in twenty five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he does have it in his locker, and and they both come off, and they've left England in a really good position to potentially win the match. Praying for for it to stay dry or, or be dry on Sunday. But um, in what everyone sort of knew would be a foreshortened match, those two, Bairstow today, really fantastic. Max, um, on, on the kind of topic of that, like in the morning, 
there's a lot of debate about when the declaration would be. I, I, England started what 67 ahead. Um, I think I think the game plan was probably to be near 200 or maybe in excess of 200 at lunch. But credit to Australia, they did bowl well in the morning. They took wickets. Um, they had some plans that actually sort of worked. The pitch looked a little harder to bat on than it than it did when Crawley and Root were romping along mm-hmm. uh, the day before. England decided not to declare and to basically see the innings out. Um, well, they did see the innings out. Do you think that was the right decision, um, or, or or would you rather see England maybe, you know, at this stage only fifty runs ahead, but Australia potentially seven down? Mm. So it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because uh, I think they've obviously gone in. They've gone. They've gone with the approach of we we want to bat once, and we're just going to have as many overs as we can to bowl Australia out. Whatever whatever happens, and I think that's sensible. In the sense that if, you know, yeah, flip it around and say, okay, well, you know, maybe there'd be six down and scores level or 50 behind and Australia, or, or whatever happens, Australia somehow end up with like England needing to chase 100 and they've got, you know, an hour to, and a half to do it in. Australia will bowl seven overs in that hour and they won't care. So it kind of at least takes that side of it away from them and England have the opportunity to try and bowl as many overs as they can in whatever time's available. When time is the thing that's against you, you want to be in control of what you can get into that time. So I think that's, you know, probably where where that feeling comes down. And I you know, I'd, I think I'd go along with it. The only question I'd have was maybe whether um were they did they get a bit sentimental on uh letting Johnny Bairstow bat on hoping he gets to a hundred. Um or, you know, did they, when he was on 80, go out and say, look, we need to declare soon, so either get a move on or get you 100 or we're going to call you in anyway. Um, but, you know, there's maybe a question of once it was, say, 240, 250, should they have just called it in anyway and thought, you know, because if we're going to bowl them out in time, it's unlikely they're going to get there anyway. So, um, yeah, it's a question of what what um, what they thought from that balance. But, on you know, overall, the logic, I'm, I'm totally, totally fine with it. It's... Uh, yeah, and again, it's up to the Aussies to see how much they want to go in terms of scoring runs to get it to that point of view. You know, well, not a lot is the evidence. <laughs> so far. But yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, 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 I was a little surprised. I thought there might have been a surprise declaration or, or some kind of mad batting. Yeah, um, I, I didn't really expect England to be batting after lunch, to be honest. And they batted for about an hour after lunch. Yeah. Um, I, I, I will it come back to bite them? I, I don't. I don't think that it will i think it'll be the weather that, that intervenes massively or it'll be like one of those real edge cases where australia they they end 205 for nine or something like that on sunday and you're like oh well imagine if we'd had those <laughs> extra two because yeah. best i was absolutely cheesing it as well like he was scoring 10 and over it was um he was he was in full or in full flow um so it wasn't he wasn't nerdling his way to the ton so uh, there's a degree of sentimentality i think in letting him bat on but also they could potentially be valuable runs and, yeah um england weren't to know that australia would completely shut up shop and actually maybe the reason australia have is because the, england went for 275 instead of 225 yeah, yeah. yeah. if it or, or even 180 if england had knocked it on the head at lunch 180 ahead australia could be level four down um they they might have actually done something um <laughs> and 
and um, and and you know be, be properly in the match, but but they didn't. Um, and I, I think it's it's a it's a real. I was listening to a, the the uh, cricket unfiltered, the Australian cricket podcast yesterday, and yeah, they gave they gave Australia a hammering. There was a suggestion at one point that um, Cummins should be stood down as captain mid Test, and Steve Smith <laughs> from brought in. <laughs> And that's the. Um, is that because of the negativity, that. or just because they let Zach Crawley score 189? I don't know. I think it's kind of a brain fried situation, and, and, yeah. and you know, it's it's an after a day throwing of the remote at the TV, kind of. They're recording that podcast at four in the morning. Um, we've been there. We did podcasts at seven and six and stuff like that for <sighs> yeah. for the last Ashes, and um, it's it's not easy to to give a rational point of view after a, a day where the team that you nominally want to win have have been on the end of an absolute hiding, or even if you're looking at it from a kind of roughly neutral point of view and you want it to be a neutral fun yeah. game, one of the teams has gone in with nine batters and you know, screwed the pooch in their first innings, to be honest, posted a, a pretty mediocre total. And then because they have nine batters being flayed all over the place, the captain's given up the ghost halfway through. Well, he didn't really give up the ghost, but has got no options. Um, everyone gets shelled. Uh, it's, it's it's kind of easy at that point to really put the boot in on Cummins, and I, I think that's probably wrong. Um, but it is a symptom of, of of baseball, and it's a symptom of the way that England are played. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind of brilliant. It's kind of inspirational in a way that it's it's left people in in that frame of mind. Um, Really enjoying it. It's basically. nice to see the yeah. nice to see the shoe on the other foot for once, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, the shoe, <laughs> the shoe a... is firmly on the other. Yeah, it's firmly on the other foot. Uh, Max, we've got three more talking points. I think um, Australia's tactics. We've, maybe maybe we can do that. We've got five minutes before the break. Yeah, um, and, and I, I did kind of prelude that with the should should Australia switch to Steve Smith tangent that I took us <laughs> on there. Um, I, I I think Australia did really well in the morning session. To, to put a lid on the runs. And uh, I think they sort of frustrated Stokes into chucking his wicket away. Um, and the rate was low enough. And, and with the draw as the objective, I think they, they did a good job. After lunch, I think it was some of the dumbest cricket I've ever seen. And I know Bairstow's going like the clappers. Uh, but, but it was crazy. I mean, like, as a case in point, and then I, I want to hear your opinion. The, the buys they were running, they did it, I think, four times. It, it couldn't At have least, been more yeah. obvious what they were about to do. Bairstow was basically lining up like he was Usain Bolt. He was in the he was in the starting blocks, yeah. and and Carey was like twenty five yards back, taking these bouncers that were banged in halfway down, ballooning up in the air through to him. Didn't what didn't have one glove off. He wasn't doing the MS Doney in the twentieth over of an IPL match. He had both gloves on. And he was underarming it at the stumps along the floor. Obviously, he can only really do. The, the hitting of the stumps when there's no pressure on and the batter isn't aware. Can't do it when there's pressure on. Um, that was the moment where I was like, these people, these boys are gone. Uh, what, yeah. what did you think of Australia in general after lunch? I, I, I mean, as I said in the summary, it was, it was, a, it was embarrassing, really. I mean, because it, it wasn't just that, was it? I mean, they were firing stuff down the leg side, miles. And like, they'd, they'd lot, it was a case, like the heads had gone. It was heads gone at that point. Um, and it was really unusual to see actually from from an australian side they just sort of it, it almost had got into a point of like we can't stop this we'll just have to wait until england decide they want to stop batting and then we'll just 
wait for the rain anyway. I, I, it was all, sort of the, the mental um, picture that I, I got from watching it. But it was it was really strange how, like, literally just before and after lunch, because as you say, before lunch, they did um, they did well. I mean, the only question, I think, from, from my point of view is whether they were maybe a little late to take the... Um, the new ball because they did get a couple of wickets with it and and I think you know a few overs earlier maybe they'd have got an extra wicket as well um but in that they, you know as it was they just allowed um allowed Bairstow five overs to get in <laughs> before he started no, I mean, that was bizarre. it around. Um, that that frankly was bizarre especially the way Stokes uh, Stokes Stark has been bowling to Bairstow when when yeah. he had that ball moving he had Bairstow in trouble yeah and they were just like we're not going to take that option while while he's new at the crease because and I guess this is the the mindset. Like, might I might go be to wrong. The boundary quicker. Exactly. I th- I think they thought this old ball. They're they're actually struggling to hit this. Um. So we can take some more time out of the game, and they'll only go at five yeah. and over. I mean, they were. I, I I can't see another logical reason. The ball wasn't doing anything. They don't they don't have a spinner. Um. It it. I don't know. Just pure negativity. Yeah. Basically. As well. I mean, that's yes. Yeah, that's, that's you know. It's it's you know in in line with the way they've approached this game. And I suppose it's uh, partly testament to, you know, England's approach and what, what that's, you know, the pressure that that's put on. But um, yeah, yeah I, I thought that was pretty, pretty weird. But aside from that, it was a good morning. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't believe what I was watching after lunch. I really couldn't. Yeah, it was, it was mental. Um, Max, we're going to take a break. Then we're going to come back. We're going to talk about England's bowling efforts. Uh, and we're going to talk about how all of the good points that England, uh, you know, we've just attributed to England, all of the praise will come to nothing as this match has <laughs> rained off without another over being bowled. We'll be back in 15 seconds. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome back to the Cricket Podcast, everyone. Uh, thank you for tuning in. If you're on YouTube or wherever, really, I'm going to say YouTube now because we do it live. Uh, do hit like, do hit subscribe, leave us a comment. Uh, generally interact. It helps us with the algorithm. It helps us grow the show. And if you're anywhere else, um, the message is simple. Click like or, or click like and review. So, you know, both both simple messages. Max, uh, England's bowling. They have finished the day with Australia four down. I think they'd have liked five. Mm. They only got four. What were your thoughts on England? Were they good? Were they bad? Were they mediocre? Have Australia batted well? This is the game now. I mean, assuming we do get more overs, will yeah. they be able to bowl us out? Well, I mean, it, it again, it didn't 
look that difficult to bat, did it? I mean, the ball, they were they were getting a bit excited when Ingham were warming up because um, they were swinging the ball when they were warming up. Um, and as it as it happened with the new ball, not a lot really happened. It was, uh, I mean, it, it, they looked pretty comfortable um, for for the, for the most part. And it, it again, it fell to Mark Wood, didn't it, just to inject something uh, a bit of extra when there's not necessarily a lot in the pitch. You need something something else, and a bit of extra pace is often often the answer. So uh, it was, um, I think it was, it looked concerning. To um to to start with, especially when uh, Labuschagne and Warner were at the crease, but um, Woke seems to be the the new man on the block in terms of uh, who who he has as his uh, his bunny in in David Warner, um, and then um, yeah, the we've seen the short ball ploy against Travis Head. It, it finally worked straight away this time. He you know yeah played played that one pretty poorly, and then you know I mean Steve Smith. The, well, the way he got, he's going to be disappointed with the way he got out, isn't he? Especially the the approach that Australia, are, you know, are supposed to be taking in this game to get out doing that is um, seems seems pretty foolish. But I, th- I think, um, yeah, again, you just have to put it on, put it on the that that guy, <laughs> that amazing man that that is Mark Wood. The difference he's made since he's come in, um, so, since that heading me test is it cannot be um, cannot be overstated. Like it's it's. You know, he's he's really got England um, going when things have looked um, a little short. But yeah, I mean, you're right. I think five would have been nice. But having got Steve Smith, I think that is at least that is something um, to be uh, to be happy about. Labuschagne looks a lot better this um, this time round, but he's still not had a great series. So they'll have every every hope of nicking him out if if they do get to play any cricket tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I'd say after that you're into the tail. But it's the like, like we said, the, it's no, the you're, skunk you're tail. into the second top order. Like, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, it's. Um, I, I I think he's going to be pretty good. Uh, I, I I think the observations on on Anderson are that he he does look like he's struggling still. Mm. Um, he was very miserly. Like he didn't go for a lot of runs. Yeah. He, and he had a really been, good all. All series, but it's just he's never looked that threatening, has he? That's missing. that's the problem. That is the problem with him. Um, it, there was a great ovation for him as he came out to bat for po- possibly or or likely the last time at Old Trafford. Um, I don't think we'll see him in the in the final test of the Oval, which is his worst ground at England anyway. Yeah. Um, and it, it's a little bit of a shame. It would have been really nice for for, for cricket for James Anderson if he could have made some inroads um wasn't the case and you know, there's that's still a shame. time there's still time there is, there is still time um i was really really impressed with wokes i thought his bowling i thought i thought he was actually england's best bowler um I, I i know i know wood ends up with the three wickets and there are reason wood ends up with the three wickets because he's absolute gas and um you know <laughs> like um is 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 well, genuinely, just a bit too quick for for, yeah. for humans. Um, but I thought Wokes. <laughs> yeah. for, I thought Wokes with the skills Wokes has bowled a, a terrific spell to all of the bowlers, uh, all of the batters he faced. He had the pitch going up and down a little bit, and he was nailing that line length. Um, I think you make a really good observation as well on, on Smith and the way he got out, and um, even though even the way Head gets out, I I wonder on this pitch 
it, it, there doesn't seem to be a lot of lateral side to side no. movement. It's, it, there seems to be a bit of up and down though. Mm. Um, it, 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 obviously, we've seen Root get scuttled, uh, and we've seen I'd say Kawaja got one that really lifted out of the pitch. Yeah, um, uh, and I, I think, I think Travis could, Head one probably didn't get up, did it? Yeah, I think you, you could probably say that, and you could maybe say that Steve Smith ended up a little bit higher than he expected it to be as well. And so I wonder if England do get to bowl more, whether whether that'll be the tactic going forward. Um, Mark would though. You, you touched on it. Just terrific. It's so much fun, isn't it? Having it a guy is. It's, it's great. Fast, yeah. like it's yeah. We it's, don't it's, get it's it very often brilliant. as uh, as England fans, you know, uh, ostensibly, of course, uh, neutral as we can be when we're when we're doing podcast. But um, it's not something you get much of in, in this country. Someone literally coming in and th- hurling it down at ninety miles an hour. It's usually the the preserve of. Um, you know, people coming over to England or when England go overseas and, and get, you know, smashed in the head for, for a couple of hours. So it's nice to nice to see it yeah. um, in, in England colours, so to speak. Yeah, it is good. Uh, Max, not that much more to talk about, I don't think. It was less and less action-packed day than yesterday. Um, one thing I did have down, broad 600th wicket, his 1,000th run against Australia as well, which is... Um, yeah. Pretty good. Absolute Aussie slayer. Um, final talking point, I reckon, is is what happens next. Um, mm. the, weather, the weather reports, as far as I can work out, suggest that they'll be lucky if there's a little bit of play early tomorrow morning. And then after that, there's basically going to be no cricket on Saturday. On Sunday, yeah. it seems like it will rain till one o'clock-ish, and then it might clear up for a few hours so they'll be able to play i think until half seven i think that's the the dead cutoff last hour starts right. at half six one um using your extensive experience uh working meteorology can you tell us what the likelihood of another 50 60 80 overs in this <laughs> test is uh yeah, and mean, two how how long do england need to to win this game um so yeah i mean the it looks bad tomorrow looks like a write-off as far as I can tell, because I think also um, quite a lot of rain around overnight. So um, potentially a bit of a wet outfield anyway. Uh, so that's a that's going to be a problem um, in terms of how long England needs to get Australia. out. I think we're going to need the second new ball in play for sure. So that's a minimum of 40 and it'll you know probably be another 10 or so on top of that. And, and that would be, I think, like. A, a very good scenario for England because obviously, I mean, Labashane, Marsh, Green, Carey, Stark, Cummins, all perfectly capable of batting um, for 20 overs. So <laughs> you need, you know, they're going to need, they're going to need to bowl well. They're going to need a bit of luck. Maybe some, you know, if the rain's around, maybe they'll get good conditions for it. Maybe the, the ball will start doing a bit uh, laterally uh, and there'll be a bit of juice in the pitch. On the flip side, not going to get any reverse if it's going to be wet because obviously the ground will be pretty lush, so that's going to rob them of of something. So definitely get the sense that the new ball is going to be needed. And so yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say fifty, like best case scenario. And if we get fifty, I think we'll be lucky. Yeah, um, I don't know. So as I understand it, the most you can have on the final day is ninety-eight overs. Right. And that will be that will go through to half seven if they started at eleven. I don't think there's any realistic chance of them starting at eleven on Sunday. Let's say though, 
they start at two o'clock. That would be mm. two quite long sessions. So you'd lose 40 of the the 98 there, 58 overs. I think England can win the game with something like 50. Yeah. Um, if they get 58, I think England will be reasonably firm favourites. And I think they need a minimum of 30 in a best-case scenario to, right. to win this match. Um, what does that mean? I reckon it's 50-50 between the draw and England. Um which is a shame because this has been the one match in the series where one side has actually dominated the other side and uh, it's, it's the least deserving yeah. test of being a draw is going to be the one that ends up being a draw, which I, in, a, in a way... You just don't want it to... Um, you don't want it to vindicate the, the approach either, do you? That's the other thing. Like it, well, it, that's what it I was going to say. Yeah. Mm, yeah, it'll, well, you it can, does, you can but... turn around and say, look, okay, fair enough. That's the approach you took. You took the risk because it was actually going to rain that much, and um, and yeah, it is and and you got away with it, or you know your plan worked. I say yeah, maybe not say you got away with it. The plan worked. You did enough for that to to carry out that plan. So well done. But you don't want to see it. Do you? you don't want to see that kind of cricket. Yeah, no. So I'm, um, yeah, it would be a shame. I I I agree. It's, it is a bit of a shame. I mean, like what's also kind of funny, I think, in in this scenario with the are the people who are absolutely one-eyed Australia fans or, or anti-England fans who are so desperate for it to rain to prove, I don't know, I guess some kind of point that um, Australia are better You can't play cricket. cricket in England because it's wet in the summer. Well, no, it's not even that. It's just like, oh, yeah, England, you know, um, Australia deserve to win this Ashes or Australia are going to win this Ashes. And uh, as though the rain itself is something that England have done wrong. And it's like, no, this is this is the test of the four tests where you have seen how baseball works, why it's a good tactic, um, how it can absolutely obliterate the world test champions and how they've been left in a situation where they're, they're begging for it to rain. And mm. there are still some people who are like, well, I, yeah, it's, I hope it rains so we can stick one up yeah. you. And it's like, well, you've achieved nothing here, boys. Um, <laughs> like the, 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 the facts are that Australia are minus 160 for four. And uh, basically, basically have been blown apart here. Um, if it ends up going to the, to the Oval, England 2-1 down, not the end of the world. I think no, there's, I mean, a, there's, very still good chance. A, there's still a series result on the line. There's still something. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, for. absolutely. Um, but I, it'd be, I think it would be good one for the series. Obviously, two-two into the final test with England playing the way they are in Australia, looking for answers. Um, well, I mean that that is the main reason. You know, there is there isn't another reason like that. That would just be such a grandstand finale to mm. to everything. And I said, um, I was saying to Ross yesterday. I mean, it would just be fitting of the, of the series. It deserves that. It deserves something. Oh, like absolutely. That on the final day of the fifth test, but. Yeah, we will see. Yeah, um, I think um, to round things off, I mean, like the you might have talked about this yesterday, but what absolute vindication as well for how England have been trying to play cricket in the last year, year and a half. Yeah, I mean, there's no way England get close to being in a situation where they might win this game without it. I mean, that's that's that's, there's no argument there. That's that's not debatable. And um, yeah, they've they've humiliated the best team in the world. That's that's the long and the short of what's happened over the last three days. Australia pulverised India in the World Test Championship final. Turned up, cock of the walk. They've gone 2-0 up. Um, lost the, the next test. It was narrow. Uh, England have found a way to just fucking destroy them. 
There's no other way of putting it. Like it's it's been absolute one way traffic. Mm. Uh, I mean, you, you, a, a team a team as good as Australia should never have what's happened to them happen to no, them. And it they have they've played their part in that, and they've sort of allowed it to happen yeah. a little bit. You do have to you do have to say that I think if Australia come into this game and it's a five uh, a five day game and they try and actually play cricket that you know go toe to toe because they've got probably better players. I don't think this happens. Like this is this has happened because they've allowed it to happen to an extent. But obviously, for England to actually do it is, um, you know, they've still got to go and do it. And and the way they did it was phenomenal. Right, Max. Uh, moral Ashes secure. Best cricket <laughs> team of yep. the Ashes secure. We will see what happens. We, we're not doing a show tomorrow uh, because it's Saturday and it's probably going to pour down anyway. So we'll be back on Sunday evening with a recap of. Hopefully some cricket, but we don't know. Any any final thoughts? Um, all I can say is uh, what I said yesterday. Keep doing your anti-rain dances because uh, we want cricket to be the winner here. We want cricket to be the winner. Well put. Bye, everyone. You're listening to The Cricket Podcast. Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.